What's happening, everyone? This is Kira, and today our pod is going to be a little different. We're going to be following Ben for his first book signing for his book, Hodgepodge. So stick around. He's going to be doing a reading, and we're going to be um, interviewing some of the patrons here today. So, Ben, this is your first book signing. How are you feeling? Kind of walk me through what's going on. Well, I'm nervous. Uh, I'm excited. Um, I'm just waiting for it to start. I'm kind of like, you know, hoping that we do really well. Um, I'm excited that the podcast gets to be here. Uh, I'm excited that Balin Books had us over here. So, you know, everything's I'm just, you know, ready to go. Yeah, ready to go. You guys aren't here in the bookstore with us. There's a lot of, between Ben and I, a lot of nervous energy. But uh, shout out Balin Books on Amherst Street in Nashua, New Hampshire for hosting us and having us. It's a great local bookstore. If you guys are in the area, definitely come check us out. All right, everybody. So uh, like we had said earlier, we're here at Balin Books down in Nashua, and I'm sitting with the manager, Mike. Introduce yourself. Hi, Michael Jewakum. I'm the general manager here. I've been here for about four years. Awesome. So what what do you love about reading or owning a bookstore or both? I'm the manager. Yeah. Um, I've always, I'm here because I was a reader in high school. Got the job because I was always in the bookstore and just moved up for the last 30 years. That's what I've been doing. That's amazing. So um, can you kind of tell me about some of your favorite authors? I read a combination of science fiction, fantasy, and nonfiction. Very, very cool. And um, what would you say the best book that you've read lately is? Ooh, that's pretty tough. I read a book called The Indianapolis, which was a nonfiction account of the sinking of that famous ship in World War II, and it was a minute-by-minute retelling of that disaster, and it was riveting. That sounds riveting and very intense. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That must have been a heavy a lot read. Of stuff I didn't know. It was, it was a great book. That's awesome. That's awesome. And are you um, from Nashua? No, I'm from Massachusetts originally. Oh, very I live cool. in Nashua now. Awesome. What part of Mass? I grew up in uh, lovely Billerica, Mass. Oh, not too far. Just live right over the border. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And um, are you familiar with the book today? Because a lot of it is takes place in mass. I, ha- I looked through it, yeah. It's awesome. It's mm-hmm. exciting. I plan on getting one. Oh, and then you're going to join the raffle? Absolutely. <laughs> if I'm eligible, am I eligible? You are eligible. Okay. Everyone's well, eligible. Uh, Who doesn't want a t-shirt? Know. Employees and family, not eligible at no, we got you, Mike. Okay, you're cool. having us. We cool. got you. I'm really glad you guys are here. Thank you for doing it. No, thank you so much for having us. I just want to say we're really happy to be Nashua's independent bookstore. We recently became partners with the new Nashua Center for the Performing Arts. That is so exciting. We are, we are their bookstore partner. So whenever they have a book-related event, we get to promote it with them and go there and sell books. That's incredible. So and next month, David Sedaris is going to be there on, I think, the 29th of July. And we will be in the lobby working hard. And we will be there to support you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That's so exciting. Um, and for those who haven't checked it out, the new Nashua Center of Performing Arts is beautiful. Uh, right in downtown um, for our local listeners I would uh, highly recommend it and it sounds like June 29th July. July 29th you already have an event to go to mm-hmm. <laughs> all right we're here with our first patron this is Russell Russell introduce yourself hello I am Russell Farrar I uh, come from Southern California but I live in Lowell and I hang out with Ben at work very cool so uh, you work with Ben at Trader Joe's um, tell me about that it's very different from being on a podcast Ben is a uh, one of those people that's a, a unique person, and uh, I'm really actually very curious about his book. Uh, I have not read it yet, but uh, with all these uh, stories and poems, it's going to be quite uh, funny because he is a funny person. Ben is hilarious, and I think this book is really cool and exciting, especially being um, a New England transplant. A lot of them happen around different cities in Mass, so maybe it could give you more of a local feel of where you are. Yeah, that'd be actually awesome. I don't know too much about Lynn Lynn, the city, city of sin. sin. 
but uh, I have been going down to Boston lately and uh, kind of kicking around there. So it would oh. probably be uh, an interesting just kind of parallel to uh, see where Ben's coming from. I think so. And I think through uh, literature like this, we always can get more of an understanding of a person because as we are in people in conversation, we can only share so much. And I think when someone can write things down and bear their soul a little bit more, I think it's much more intimate. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see what Ben says in this bad boy. Because what he says in uh, on, at work on the floor, <laughs> I can't wait to see what it, what it, uh, the book is uh, all about. Well, the book's amazing. I have read it, so I would recommend everyone to read it. But Russell, thank you for coming in and supporting us today. You are welcome. Thank you. And good luck, Ben. All right. We are here with frequent um, guest of the show, Adam. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I mean, we remember Adam. We've done a few shows with him. We did our Staircase episode. Um, we did What It Means to Be Art and Film. Um, so And so thank you for coming out and supporting us here live. And have you read the book? I have not, but I am super excited to um, to jump on that train. Uh, I mean, the books themselves, I've already been talking to Ben about the books. And um, I've also listened to, didn't you make a podcast episode? Yeah, on this we as well? did a yeah. podcast. So uh, I listened to that on the way in the car. It's just like, it's in the interview. Did you guys see the interview? The interview right? was amazing. Yes. Yep. So Ben was at the, um, on the Lynn uh, local network. You can and, find that on YouTube. And you right? can find it on YouTube. Yep. And he was um, interviewed about about the book about a few months ago. So very exciting. I should have plugged that. I forgot. <laughs> My mistake. Kara. <laughs> I know. What am I doing? Um, now, Adam, are you from Massachusetts? Yes, I am from Massachusetts. What part of Mass? I'm from, well, originally I was from Draycott. Now I'm uh, living in Ashby, which is very upper central part of the state. Ashby with an A, not with an M. Mashby <laughs> is on the other coast. That's on the Cape side. <laughs> yeah, people get that confused all the time. Oh, yeah. They're like, you drive uh, that far? <laughs> like, if I, if anyone does know what Ashby is, it's because they know what Mashby, Mashby is. is. And yes. they're like, oh, the opposite <laughs> the, of that. Oh, the opposite one? Yeah, okay. Um, because Ben is obviously um, from Massachusetts, so this book takes a lot of, takes place in a lot of cities surrounding um, his home city of Lynn. Have you spent any time out there? No, I haven't, but it is... <sighs> You know, to uh, to kind of speak a little bit upon what Ben was talking about before at one point, you know, trying to comment on all the negative stereotypes that Lynn has. And, you know, I definitely related to that in terms of what I heard from other people. So that was definitely a thing or that that was definitely kind of like my perception of Lynn. I've driven past it a couple of times. I think that's about as far as I've gotten. I did. Um, I worked in the Acton store for a while. So I worked at Acton and around that area. So I definitely talked to other customers too that were from that area as well. I think there's a prison there now, I think. Yeah, there's a prison there now. But yeah, so uh, so I, I've only heard about it in passing. But it wasn't <laughs> necessarily the best. So that was really cool to actually kind of see not only like Ben's take on that, being someone from Lynn and like grew up there, but also to, um, you know, really kind of envelop the town landmarks within the town and really just incorporate all that into like regardless of whether or not it's fictional it's it's a much more clear and well-rounded picture of Lynn I think oh of course and I mean people will always sensationalize the bad things Mm -hmm. for catchies um earlier we had Russell singing the little uh diddle about Lynn 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 the city of sin you never go out the way you came in I mean, <laughs> not that's very stereotypical, but I think yeah, what yeah. you were saying about this book, too, is it shows the different layers of a town. And yes, you can be known for one thing, but still create all this beauty in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's um, well, I think it's a cool thing, too. One of the reasons uh, I'm buying the book beyond the fact that I'm just interested in it 
um, is it's an investment too. It right? is. So um, you know you're you're paying for a little piece of history. You know Ben's well established now. He's got website, got a podcast, got a book out. He's published, doing all these things, and it's it's kind of a cool piece of history to to collect and hold on to. Um, super pumped to get it signed. Yeah. And um, yeah, when he passed away, it'll be worth a million. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I think it's so um, important and exciting to support yeah. like your friends and local artists because everyone starts off small. No one, no one makes it immediately. Um, so I think it's really powerful and really important. Agreed. Agreed. When are Literally. you gonna write a book? Literally. Oh, I'm not gonna write a book. <laughs> I, I just draw pretty pictures, guys. That's what. That's, oh yeah. That, that's my job. That's okay. You'll have your own Sistine Chapel one day. I'll, yeah. I'll make sure to make notes. I have a little <laughs> sketchbook. And then when I die myself, we're worth millions, too. So remember that, guys, when I have my exhibitions. <laughs> <laughs> remember, we're all making millions off of this podcast. <laughs> I, I you. <laughs> oh. Well, Adam, thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you for sharing. I hope to actually interview you again after you read the book. And maybe we can get a little bit more of your thoughts and insights. Yeah, I um, absolutely. Uh, should be free soonish, but. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read so fast. I'm actually a slow reader, so yeah. I, hope, I hope that you can. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna take you a year to read this book. Yeah. Um, the next thing, Ben's Ben will be coming out with an audio book, and by audio book, I mean I'm gonna make Ben go and put it up on YouTube, <laughs> and then you will listen to the <laughs> so whole that thing. I can listen to the whole thing because uh, it's hard to sit still. But I am super pumped about the different stories. So um, and, and they are know, good just, and they're exciting, right? And and just reading to it. Does he have um he has poems on YouTube, in YouTube uh, or something in terms of like a like a description that he kind of talks about? Yeah. It? So he has descriptions. Um, you can also check out the description on our on the Amazon page. Um, as well as the website. Um, the description um is not super in depth because it is they are short stories. So it right, more talks right. about the um landmarks and the cities than what actually is the tales but i mean by the book everyone loves a short story plus it's a short story it's short, what, is it's it, not what does even, it take yeah. a minute are yeah. you illiterate adam i'm like no i'm just i'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a child of the 21st century <laughs> i grew up in front of computers <laughs> you're like i don't know how to read what even is that <laughs> well adam thank you so so much um i think we got some more people in the audience so i'm not gonna let you take up any of our time all right, fine, fine. <laughs> I get the message. I get the message. Thank you, Adam. And we'll have you back on the pod soon. A lot of good films are coming out that we should talk about. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> thank you, thank right. you. Thank you. All right, we're here with our next guest. This is Doug Lyles. Spoiler alert, he is my father. <laughs> oh, doing well. So thank you guys for coming in today. Um, I know that uh, you're here to support the podcast and the book. Um, and... And Ben and I, so Ben is the published author here. I have not written yet, but you are also a writer. So kind of talk to me about your process and what you kind of, and how you go about crafting a story. So yeah, stories, they come from observations of everyday life. Uh, I know that I, when I was perusing Ben's book is, by the way, is this pen name Benji or is Benji? <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah. And, and then they kind of get into their little seeds that get into your imagination and then you, you just develop it. You start thinking about a particular thing you saw or an action or a, or a sequence of things. And it kind of 
just grows in your head. You and I have done that on on occasion. You remember talking about developing a story that spoofed uh, Harry um, Potter. Harry Potter, that's right. Um, I would say this is one of the first things we ever uh, wrote and talked about, which was we actually either delivered a few lines from it. So uh, that was that's fun, and that's a fun thing to do. And all that, and that's really the whole process. You get a seed, an idea, and you just kind of let it grow. And you let it grow. Yeah, let it grow. Let it go. So, oh, and I do want to plug um, something I'm, I'm writing. I don't know when it'll come out because um, your last guest, Adam, talked about how slow he reads. Well, I'm going to tell you how slow I write. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do have a, a, a project and um, inspired, and this is where you talk about how, where ideas come from. You said that one day you wanted to name your child Virgil Midnight. If you <laughs> steal my firstborn's name for this book... <laughs> So I, I knew that that would be a problem. So I kind of went, I worked around that. The uh, the guy's name is Virgil, but he runs Midnight Investigations. Okay, and I like that. And he gets into paranormal activity and, and investigates all kinds of odd things that happen around him. So it's a little bit inspired by Night Stalker, which is an old show from the 70s or 80s. Okay. And your name. It all came together in, into a single idea. So when it comes out, maybe you'll have me back on. We'll talk oh, about it. We would love to have you back on and talk about it. Two authors sitting together talking. What could be more could exciting? Be that's right. I think that's really interesting the way that you talk about process um, and idea because when we look at um, Ben's book, Hodgepodge, it is a it is more inspired, I would say, by location. Sure. And I think that is something really fascinating because when you look at a place, it's like, what are all the stories that happened here, and what's everything that lived here? Right. So to ha- to hear you speak about p- putting it from more of like an action point of view instead of a location point of view, I think is fascinating. Yeah, and what's really interesting in the case of HodgePodge, and like I said, I haven't read it, but I but I will. Um, and it's, it's like you said, based on, an, on a location and the people that populate that location, but it's colored with Ben's own experience and his own life, life lessons or, or, you know, the way he looks at life. And I know most of it is fiction, but there's a lot of, I'm sure, like reality and truth that threads its way through those stories, which makes it, even more interesting for the people that come from that area. For example, if you came from Lynn, you almost have to buy this book. You have to, to buy this yeah, book. Exactly. Just to find out what somebody else who lives there, how they view and see how much it overlaps or, or works with your own experience there. So there you go. So, so there you go. And I love that. And I think it's so interesting because as we view places as so universal, but they mean so, so many different things to so many people. Absolutely. And I, and I think just to have that one, that all that power in one place is so fascinating. Sure. I was just, um, I just had spent some time in New York city and what, one thing I really, I've been to the city before, but one thing I really loved about it was all the different walks of life that I was seeing and all the different people that were surrounding me. Yeah. And I was experiencing, so I, w- I, w- went, I went on the High Line and I had never seen a mural that they had done on the High Line. Mm-hmm. And as I was sitting there and I was appreciating it and enjoying it, it was interesting to see all the other people that were just walking around me who did not even take it in. It, sure. it was just something. Taking it for granted. Taking it for granted. We ha- and I, I thought that was so fascinating because... It, that location meant something to me and to for it to be just part of someone's everyday life, I right. think is. Well, even if it's part of your everyday life, you need to keep your mind and your eyes open because you never know when you're going to miss something that'll put a little seed in your mind that maybe will blossom into a great idea. But, uh, it, and stuff like you mentioned the, the power, you were in New York City, which is yeah. like way bigger than Lynn. Way bigger right? than Lynn. But I guarantee you the, the, the diversity of, of people and the diversity of ideas and the diversity of personalities is just as a, much a thing in Lynn as it is in New York City. Oh, of and course. And so, you, oh, you always 
never want to take any place for granted. Drive through Lynn, keep your eyes open. You drive through Spivey's Corner, North Carolina. That's a personal blog. <laughs> and you want to keep your eyes open because you never know what you're going to see. You never know what you're going to see. And I think that I think it's exciting. And I think to have this book be told from a perspective of a local who is now obviously not living in Lynn anymore right. and kind of reflecting back onto those locations and those experiences, I think is really meaningful. And I think we do that within ourselves and mm-hmm. to write it down and kind of get those ideas out, I think is powerful because right. everyone does it. Right. And knowing, because I, I don't know Ben well at all, but knowing his a little bit of his personality from listening to the podcast, he's comes across as a very insightful person. And so he sees things in everyday life that somebody, if they would give themselves some time to do it, would see the same things. And I think reading a book like this kind of opens you up to that experience and makes you want to be a more observant, a more um, observant participator in life, let's say. And I, and I agree with that. And I think too, we can talk about how life, life happens and we get so bogged down in what we're doing and how we're moving yeah. that I think we lose a lot of those observations oh, because, without a doubt. because we're just so caught up in our own selves. Right. And that's what we, that's a lesson we all have to overcome. <laughs> we do. And, but I think when we have things like art and books and right. film, it kind of allows us to remove ourselves from that and see life from a different perspective. Absolutely. No, without question. And it inspires us to try to do more of that ourselves. Absolutely, it does. And I mean, I hope being here today, this inspires you to get writing more and <laughs> get get going. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I'm sure it does. Well, thank you so much for being on. I hope you enjoy the book and I do. continue oh, to listen. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we're back. And we actually have another familiar uh, voice with us. This is Ben from Ben and Ben. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> uh, he um, typically does um, First and Fanatic with Ben. Um, today, he is here to support Ben and the podcast and all that we do. So, uh, how are you, Ben? I'm good. I'm a little broken up about Marcus Spartan leaving, but it's okay. You know, we're I here. swear to God, this we're is not book. <laughs> this is not First and Fanatic. This is was happening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it means a lot that you're here. So I know you were with us a lot during Ben's uh, run of it, writing it. So it's really exciting to finally make it here. I, I feel very excited and proud. How do you feel to be part of that process? It's awesome. Uh, the podcast is amazing. I love doing the sports show. You know, we, um, we're we both big, you know, uh, Boston sports fans. So there's always lots to talk about. And then, you know, just you guys like always coming up with new movies to chat about it's awesome ben's got ben always has stuff to say kira always has a lot to say <laughs> so you know just looking forward to checking out the book yeah the book sharing it with some people yeah the book's awesome especially for um as you've heard us talk about before it is a very local book and it's really exciting um because it is happening um in lynn and surrounding cities so when we talk about things like being a boston sports fans and reading books like this it's really exciting it's really fun yeah so I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to diving into it. <laughs> are you a are you a literate like Adam on the podcast? <laughs> wow, he's really gonna make you pay for this. He's our, I already heard he's pissed off. <laughs> he's um, uh, he's already mad. But you guys got like a sweet raffle box and stuff. We do, yes. So for all our for all our fans who are local and here in person, we're so happy that you came, and we are also um, doing a raffle. So. You have a chance to win one of our very sacred was happening t-shirts or a gift card. Well, I own one in double XL, so hopefully I can win one that that's actually my size. Oh, and you're not wearing it today. Hateful. Well, I just came from work at Tavern in the Square, so 
Okay, everyone you know, forgot to, to bring food, but <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to plug their own things. You came, you came from me, and you didn't even bring me a burger. <laughs> yeah, sorry, no fried pickles for you. No. Well, Ben, thank you so much for coming on, and we hope to hear you soon on First and Fanatic. Yeah, love you guys. This is awesome. Great setup. And I wrote this is because I read a story about Pompeii and how the people were frozen in time. Uh, the volcano erupted, and people couldn't escape, and they were basically turned into human statues. I thought that was a fascinating story, so I decided to write this story about the city of Pompeii and those situations. So here it goes. I'm not good at reading. I'm only good at writing. So if I stutter, stop, pause, cry, don't worry about it. Uh, (laughs) The devil's blood is flowing from the mountain like the waters from a fountain. This once bright sunny day has turned to an ashen gray. People are fleeing down the coast. No matter what happens, I will not leave my post. Snow is falling from the sky. But this snow burns and hurts the eyes. The air is filled with an eerie sound, the baying of a thousand hounds. It's as if all of them have seen a ghost. No matter what happens, I will not leave my post. The ground continues to tremble and shake as people flee with whatever they can take. I hear people praying with all their might and others wailing in terrified fright. The mountain unleashes its invading host. No matter what happens, I will not leave my post. People are being grabbed by the devil's hand, and where they are is where they will forever stand. I hear screams of the dying all around. Any hope of salvation is nowhere to be found. I, myself, in my armor being roast, no matter what happens, I will not leave my post. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. So, Ben, this is your first book signing. How do you feel? How's it? What's going on? Talk us through it. So I'm very excited to see friends, family, co-workers here supporting me for this book. Uh, it's my first book. So, you know, I didn't know how good it would be, how bad it would be. I was talking to my friend Bill Toppy from Lynn, and we were talking about, like, what made me write this book. And it was basically, you know, in a closet, sitting there collecting dust over the years. I mean, I'm 54 years old, and I'm just now putting out a book. And it was because I wanted to show that no matter what happens, like, you can still do stuff in life that you've always wanted to do. Like we do the podcast, I do stand-up comedy. I, I, I want people from my hometown of Lynn where everybody thinks of it as this awful place where like everybody, you know, Lynn, Lynn, the city of sin, that there's hope for everybody. I mean, just because you're from some place doesn't mean that you're the representative of that place. And I want my grandkids and other kids to know that no matter what, they can be and do anything they want in life. The only person stopping them is them. I mean, and as long as they realize that, they can achieve anything in life. And I think that's so important, too, because I think in the society that we live in and sort of our mentalities growing up is that we're our youth is what is valuable and you can only do so much when you're young to be successful. But I think you have your whole life to be successful and you have your whole life to follow your passions. So it's so inspiring that you do the podcast and you do the book and you work two jobs and you do the sand colony and you're really trying to carve out the life that you want for yourself, which I think is more than what I know I do for myself. And I think it's more than what a lot of people do. Yeah, I just, you know, I just don't want to be that person that at the end of my life have regrets. I don't want to lay in my deathbed and be like, I should have done this. I should have done that. Because there should be no shouldas in your life. You should just do it. You should just do it. You should just do it. Not podcasts. Dare to be different. You know what's different? Actually believing in yourself. That's different. Because most people don't believe in themselves. They put the restrictions on themselves. I can't do this. I can't do that. And if you break down those barriers, you can do whatever you want. Of course. And I think everyone is their own worst enemy. Um, at the end of the day and we don't look at that because we do like to look outwardsly instead of inwardly and I think part of writing and having that introspective sort of meditation 
is really good. And I think it opens up your eyes to more observations and more things in the outside life, which creates more of these stories for you to write. Yes. And, um, you know, there is another book coming uh, eventually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like so much stuff going on. And uh, October 21st, I might be doing a, another signing in Lynn at the Lynn Library. Oh, exciting. Yeah, You'll so have to catch exciting. us there. That's exciting. So I'm very excited about that. I'll, I'm in talks with them. So they want to do that. And, uh, you know, just little things, little baby steps here and there. And um, I want to help people that want to write. So, you know, anybody that wants to reach out to me and talk to me about, you know, like, what did I have to do? I can get them in touch with people to, like, edit their their, their stuff. They want that. Uh, uh, people that can do the covers. Uh, so there's, there's positive things that is going on. And uh, we got more stuff on the podcast uh, that won't be in Monster Voice. That <laughs> won't um, be in Monster Voice. Luckily, this is not in Monster Voice. Yeah, so I actually accidentally pressed monster voice on the last two recordings so that's why there's not been a podcast so <laughs> if you're wondering why hasn't the was happening podcast been released because ben's an idiot no it's because <laughs> we sound like frankenstein <laughs> oh, well, i'm more cookie monster on crap but we'll go frankenstein um no ben it's really exciting and i think that's amazing um everything that you're doing do you want to speak to the second uh, kind of give us a little taste of the second book that you're writing uh so if you read the first book uh common christmas and cold hot truth it's basically Stephen tomei's beginning so it's when they meet and like their experiences and introduces some characters, um, their friends and, um, you know, their, their enemies. So it's just things like that. That's exciting. So, yeah. And I always found those two characters to be so in interesting. And I'm really excited to see where their love goes and how their story progresses. Well, you know, it's like anything else. You know, when you, when you first meet the person, you don't think it's the person you want to be with. And then it just develops into the fact that you actually love them, you know, and then you become dependent with them, you know. And then you want to kick him out the house. <laughs> Love you, Kim. Uh, <laughs> she didn't hear me. Thank you, God. <laughs> She'll hear it when she listens back. <laughs> uh, yeah, she does listen to my podcast. I love you, baby. <laughs> but I think it's so important, too. And I think when you look at relationships, especially, there's so much that goes on. Because, like, two people have to live and grow and be together yeah. to build a life together. And yeah. sometimes that is a lot harder than we like to make it out to be. Yeah, it's adapting. I mean, you have to adapt to other people's personalities and, and styles. I mean, you know, one person might want to like do one thing and you don't like doing that, but you, you, you compromise because that's what a relationship is. It's about compromising, understanding, and developing. Now, is there any truth to this relationship or is this a fully fictionalized relationship? Oh, it's fictional. Okay. It's fictional. <laughs> um, you know, some of the, some of the like, jokes, some of the situations they're in did happen, uh, not to these two people. Uh, but in life, mm -hmm. so there is stuff that did happen. It is located in Lynn. It is located in Lynn Classical, the old Lynn Classical, which is now, I believe, Bechtel Leary. But so it, there's the locations, some of the things happening are, are actual real things that happen to people in life. And I've taken bits and pieces of stories and like just threw them together like I did with uh, Common Christmas and Cold Hot Truth. Exciting. Well, I can't wait. It sounds like a very riveting book. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Uh, this, you know, I really do appreciate everybody coming out and uh, supporting me and, you know, supporting the podcast, supporting the book, just, you know, supporting my crazy butt, you know, and um, I just greatly appreciate it because I know I can be aggravating. No, never been. We love you and we're <laughs> so excited. All right. Now we're back with another guest of the podcast, Dorabins. If you don't, if you remember, we talked to him um, about some, he's a producer and a writer. We talked to him about some of the work that he's been doing. Kind of catch us up on what you've been up to. All right, so I've mostly been up to doing work for clients, pretty much anything they need for their businesses. So like it's like a wedding or like if they have a event at their work, I do something like that for them. Uh, at the moment, I'm not necessarily producing my own short films. I'm more or less working for clients. 
Uh, sometimes so, you got to make that money, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Even Noah Bombach took Madagascar 3. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, that's exciting, though. So how does it feel to do work like that versus work where you would put more of yourself into? It's definitely different. It forces me to focus more on what the client wants and what their needs are as opposed to what I want to sort of put out. And So it gives me a different perspective. Of course, and how do you find that you mesh those two um, perspectives together? Like, how do you understand fully what they want while still keeping it authentic to you? Well, I think it's kind of like how it would be if I were to be producing something for an audience, right? Mm -hmm. I'd have to sort of understand what they want, but also adding a little bit of my flavor. So I think it's anything, it's been helping me a little bit better at understanding what an audience wants and how I can sort of put in my own input. That's exciting. Would you want to come back on the podcast? For sure. Oh, my God. What do you want to yeah. talk about? What, what has been catching your interest lately? So much going on. I don't <laughs> even know what to talk about. Oh, I guess we were going to do a talk on <laughs> our takes on the Lord of the Rings <gasps> and all that kind of stuff. I think we should. We should and still. the show, too. Oh, yes, because so. the show was very popular when we were recording. I do yeah, remember. It was. it was. Well, that would be exciting. I have yeah. not revisited the show. Have you? No, and I don't plan to. <laughs> You're like, I'm actually good. I'm so good on that. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Um, Anything else that you want to share or talk about? No, I mean, I was just really interested to figure out what Ben was writing about. Um, I heard that he was writing, and it was interesting to sort of get his take on um, what inspired him to, to create this book and just looking forward to more of his work. Absolutely. It's so exciting. Now, did you purchase this book today? Yeah. Well, I guess that means you also get a raffle ticket. So for all those local in here, we're doing a fun raffle so you can win a cool t-shirt or a gift card. It's just a little thank you for coming out to support. For sure. For sure. Thank you. Thank you, Dorbins. I hope you enjoy the book and have a great rest of your day. Thank you, you too. Thank you. All right, everybody, we're wrapping up here. Thank you for listening. Uh, shout out to all our patrons for coming. And thank you to Balan Books for having us. Uh, catch us next time on What's Happening.